Hi, and welcome back to Adventures in Awakening. This is your host, Amber. How is everyone doing today? Is everyone surviving all the crazy energy of the world right now? How's everyone feeling? I know uh, two to three days ago, I think, I like meditated all day. I literally couldn't function or do anything. It was Tuesday, actually. I woke up and I totally felt so tired and drained and... Um, yeah, the energy has been intense, so I got a little workout in. Uh, the struggle was real, and I came home and spent most of the day in meditation and then totally um, started to feel better, but I just wanted to pop on and say, are you guys having like super crazy dreams? Are you sleeping well at night? Have you had any experiences that you would like to share? Um, I know for me, deleting like a lot of um, news apps, social media, and just staying um, present in what's going on in my life and with my breath has really helped me just stay grounded and um, stay in my truth and not be affected um, at all and like really be grounded and present and breathe and meditate and continue to maintain a high vibration and continue to be in a place um, of love and again coming back to you know that higher perspective so today I had uh, the opportunity to interview Melissa Melissa also has a podcast she's also a um, Reiki practitioner and she also is an Akashic reader. Her podcast is called Confessions of a New Age Goddess. And um, she reached out to me to be on the podcast. We have a lot in, in common. Her website, uh, thenewagegoddess.com, is super beautiful, super chill. And we had a great conversation about the Akashic Records, um, kind of talking all things metaphysical and spirituality and um she tapped into the Akashic to give a great little message for the collective. And it's at the end of the interview. So be sure to um, stay and listen and hear what she has to say. Um, her take on the Akashic is a little different than other people I've had on the podcast. And um, it's great to just always remember that. Like every gift we have, everything that we have, um, just because I see things one, one way or my gifts and the way I intuit are a certain way. Um, yours could be totally different and the way you tap into something could be totally different. It's coming back to exactly, you know, what that message means for you and your own inner wisdom and your own inner knowing. And I kind of think that's what's going on in the world too, is like, you know, looking at those signs and synchronicities and just because someone wrote a book on animal symbols or whatever and they see, you know, a cardinal or a blue jay as one thing, is that the meaning for you or is it totally different? So it's just kind of coming back to knowing that just because symbolism is there, it doesn't mean it's the same for everyone and everyone's gifts are different. So anyway, I'll let you, I'll stop my rambling and um, make sure to listen to this episode. If you are interested in learning more about myself, a private Reiki session, um, or an intuitive card reading, go ahead and take um, a look at my website, adventuresandawakening.com. I also do some private yoga, sound bath, 
um, and distance healing, which is really, really needed right now. After my full day of meditation, I went to a healing session and uh, it was life changing. So I also highly recommend any energy work right now. Um, if you're interested in learning Reiki, getting a session, whether distant or in person, um, go ahead and definitely reach out. And again, when you awaken you, you remember you. Take a listen. Namaste. Okay, welcome back to Adventures in Awakening. This is your host, Amber. Today, I am on with Melissa. Melissa, you have a podcast called Confessions of a New Age Goddess, as well as the most fabulous website, Will you tell me what that is again? Um, so the website? Yes. Okay. So my website, which I think it needs work, but I'll really? pay. If, if you love if you love it, that gives me that gives me Yes, hope. it's beautiful. Thanks. Yeah, so the website it just pretty much tells, you know, what I do in terms of services. I'm a Reiki healer, Akashic Records reader, and then I do of course, have a link to my podcast, Confessions of a New Age Goddess. You can listen to it right on there. And then I do write blog posts when I can, talking about different modalities, law of attraction, what have you. I love it. I do love your website, which is New Age Goddess, correct? The New Age Goddess. The New Age Goddess. So I had to get The New Age Goddess. Tricky. I love the name too. So you read Akashic. You are a Yasui Reiki master or Reiki? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yes. I am Yasui twice and now I've tapped into Holy Fire, which is like a whole different experience. Yeah, Holy Fire is on my list. I highly recommend it. it. Yeah, I know. I got to do it. Yes. So tell me a little bit about yourself and kind of your awakening story, how you landed where you are today, or maybe I know awakening for me is a continual process, right? Continual learning and growing. Um, but how did you come to tap into Akashic, get into Reiki and be where you are in this very moment? Yeah. So I love this question. So I think there was breadcrumbing, you know, even when you're a kid. You know, when you're a kid, and of course, a lot of intuitive people were highly sensitive people, were empathic, right? And it was just like, I would feel these emotions and whatnot. And it, I just thought everyone is feeling these things. And then I realized not everyone was feeling these things. And I was always kind of, even as a child, I really liked hippie type of things. And I was always saying peace to people. And then, you know, when I was a teenager, then it got into, oh, I really like yoga. Oh, I really like meditation. This is like me. This is my jam. And then when I was in my early 20s, I attribute my real awakening happened around like, I want to say 25. And I attribute that to working bad jobs and just needing something, just needing something to get through the day to give me hope to put things into perspective to be understood. And the first thing that I stumbled upon, and I always accredit all of this too, is Abraham Hicks, the famous Mm. channel you know, watched her YouTube videos, it made sense. The language she used, the way she said things, it was like, I was out of questions. I'm someone who asks a million questions and the way she would explain things, it's like, well, I got nothing left to say. <laughs> like she mm-hmm. explained it so well. So her YouTube videos, then I went, read all of her books. I went to see her in person. I mean, oh, I cool. was just, this was just something I needed so much and I was so glad I found her. So I went all in and then, um, 
you know, like I said, having these bad jobs, then um, I got a Reiki slash Akashic Records session done on me. I got both for the first time. Wow. Um, all at once. A lot of people do it separate, but, you know, overachiever. So, you know, I felt the benefit of Reiki. And I said, oh, my God, I need to learn how to do this, not only to heal myself, but also to share this gift, because I knew I could be a clear conduit. I knew, you know, I could be that vessel for others and hold space for them. And then once I got Reiki down path, then Akashic Records was next. I knew that would be next. It was the natural thing for me. Um, And then I learned how to do that. And that just really opened up a lot of doors for me, not only just with opportunities, but with understanding myself. And, you know, when you do understand yourself, you understand others so much better too. Mm -hmm. So how would you define the Akashic Records then? So I know a lot of people call it the hall of records, the book of records, like it's a library, Mm -hmm. all of that. That is totally fine. That totally makes sense. Um, But that's not the way that I would describe it to my understanding, just the way it feels for me, because, you know, we're all different, right? For me, I always say it's how your spirit guides see you through love colored glasses. They are seeing you as your highest and greatest self. Maybe you don't even see yourself like that, right? Right. Um, And they know who you really are. And this actually came to me, um, this message recently, like less than a week ago, I couldn't sleep. And I said, man, I am usually a deep sleeper. So if I can't sleep, I better be listening because I'm usually getting a message then. And a lot of what my guides told me, and they were talking about the Akasha with me, that's why I'm so glad we can talk about it now, is a lot of people look at the Akashic as a puzzle. They look at different puzzle pieces, like these are the records of past lives I had. And past lives is only a very small morsel of the Akashic records. I think people talk about it a lot, but it's very small in comparison to what the records are. So it could be your past lives, it could be um any i mean we live in there's parallel realities right so it could be hey i'm thinking a certain way i'm on that track that could happen oh now i just changed my thought process in a minute now i'm on this other path so it's all these potentials that could happen all the potentials that could have happened where you are currently important messages that you need right here right now so that's how i would label the akashic and people look at it like i said like a puzzle because they're like oh all the pieces had to line up and create, you know, this end product. A puzzle is extremely, extremely limiting because a puzzle, I don't care if you start from top to bottom, from bottom to top, the picture is going to look the same at the end of the day, right? Mm -hmm. The pieces can only fit together in one way. And that is limiting because the records, and this is what my guides told me, they're more like mosaic pieces. A mosaic piece can fit all these different ways, right? And a mosaic piece, I don't know what the end picture is going to be. It could be different every single time. So that's how I look at the records because we have, like I said, they can change. I I do a reading with someone, they're vibrating at a certain frequency. This is what I see the next time I do a reading with them. Maybe they feel more empowered, what have you. The, the records are going to be different, right? Right. So that's how I look at it is you actually do have more control than you even think. And it's really up to how you are vibrating. Right. And we all are vibration. 
So like every thought, every emotion, every feeling, every everything is a vibration. And so basically if I'm thinking one thing in this moment, like I'm on this life path, I'm thinking this, but then I change whatever, something even so simple, it will it'll change the records. It'll yeah, it'll change the message that is going to come through at that point in that time. Okay. Um is what I have experienced. Yes. Yeah, so it's not a linear path. No, I mean life is not linear. Right. Then if life is linear, then God, time's real. Oh, that sounds right. bad. <laughs> and then, so what do you think about past lives? Because for me, past lives, um, I well, I have two like tangents to go on. One is lately I have not been sleeping at night. Like, and I'm a deep sleeper, and I need it. But I feel like this Pisces energy, this whatever's going on in the world right now, I've been like barely sleeping at night. It's so light. Um, and I wonder if you're experiencing that as well. It comes in waves, you know, it's like one night will be really good. And then the next night won't be so good. And there's no rhyme or reason to it. Um, in my personal life. Right. 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 Yes. And then, um, so for me, I feel like past lives, we say are past lives, but because time doesn't exist, it's all happening at the same time. But I'll also say in that same tangent, what I've been dreaming about at night past lives not another timeline perhaps what okay. what what is your view on that i guess ha, um do you ever tap into that when you're getting a reading like yes i've definitely gone into past lives like i said it's not a lot right um and the why i got into any past lives at all myself other people's what have you is because some lesson or something that happened that past life right. is prevalent the right here right now okay um so that would be my guess for you is why you're kind of diving into it because maybe some pattern is repeating some lesson Mm -hmm. something that didn't get worked out that needs to get worked out now right um that would be my 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 guess on that and just past lives in general why I don't think they're a huge part of the records is because some people really want to you know heal everything in the past and it's kind of like that's not always necessary. Like we were all the bad guy. Right. In some past. Right. We were, all the, we were all the victim. Why do we want to dwell in the spot or in the past life where we killed somebody? I don't know. That doesn't sound fun to me. Like you probably, you know, if there is some lesson that you need to learn from that, it will bring itself forth. But I feel like a lot of people want to sit in those bad past lives. Um, and I don't think that is necessary. Me personally speaking. Okay. So I did have an Akashic reading a while back and, um, it was super healing for me. And, uh, I've, you know, found out like the place my soul originated from, um, which was super cool. Talked about star seeds and all that. Does that come up in your readings? Sometimes. So I, a lot of times I do get a location. Okay. Um, and it will be like, just when I've done stuff on myself, I, you know, because we've had so many different types of things going on. Like sometimes a certain life where I lived in a certain country will come up. Mm-hmm. Um, prevalent to right now. So that has happened to me. Also, yeah, in terms of star lineages, honestly, I don't really, I don't know which one I am from personally. Um, but there are other people where it's like, oh, that person's from the same one as me. Mm-hmm. Um, that's such a deep friendship. Or my lineage was isn't very isn't like a really well-known one like Pleiadians or Lemurians what have you so I have gotten hits of that 
and you know, sometimes I'm getting stuff and it's like, I'm not at the level of understanding to even know what this is. Right. So deeper, the more I get into it, the deeper and fruitful, I think they will become. Right. So what typically comes up in your sessions? Like, is it a wide variety depending on the client or yeah, whatever needs to come. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, definitely the message I need to hear right here, right now. And it could be, you know, some people I tell them, I'm like, do you want to work on something specific? Do you have a specific question or theme or are you just open-minded and whatever happens, happens? So it is dependent on that. And then also another thing is how I get the records. Me, Melissa, is um, I usually get three things. I usually get a location, mm-hmm. a tool, and a character. Okay. And if if I don't get one of those things I ask for, the missing thing, and I get it. Um, and I've noticed I'm able to really tell a story from those three things along with other things. I'll get a feeling or emotion or I'll get song lyrics or a color yeah. or something, something, you know, it, and it's, it's all, it all kind of comes together. But um, that's me personally. And I haven't met any other re- readers that get those three things. And I asked a fellow reader, why am I getting it like this? A lot of times the character is an animal. Like, what is this? And she says that the guides know that's going to be easier for me to convey the messages. That's how I'm receiving stuff so that I can give it as that clear conduit. Because we're all different. We all have different clairs. And not only clairs, another thing that I don't feel like is talked about enough is our different learning styles. Like, if you know you're an auditory learner, you're probably clear audience too, mm-hmm. but don't always think about the learning styles and God, that's a big chunk of it. And I think a lot of people who are trying to grow in their intuition, if they had that frame of mind, I think they would get better at their intuitive gifts too. That's very true, actually. So what would you say are, what are your clairs? Side tangent again. So the Claire, I think it's Claire sentience, the feeling one, mm-hmm. 1000% that's mine. I think a lot of people, ha- a lot of people who also have another one have that one, I think, um, me personally, what I think about that, but, um, yeah, I definitely the feeling because even, uh, like I went to a holistic health expo this weekend, right. And those always really exhaust me because it's a bunch of people getting readings and there's crystals everywhere and there's people uh, crying and I always cry at those and I don't even know why I'm crying and then I even had some lady came up to me and she was like oh my god you're just soaking up everything and you're just feeling all this stuff and it's not even yours and she just came out of the blue and said that to me because she was an intuitive too and um so that's how I know it's feeling I mean just I think we all feel it to a sense, like I said, we're all intuitive, but it's just to the point I'm just crying and I don't know why, like that's for sure not mine. So yeah, for sure. Okay. And I think we all have them. I think we have them all. It just, one is tip one or two are typically stronger and then we have to kind of work. It's a practice just like yoga or meditation. We have to tap into those and then um, they strengthen for sure. I agree with that. Yeah. Um, So then can you give me like an example of what one of your readings, like not on me, but like, is it almost like a, it's like a story, like you're, you could write a book out of it. 
Okay, it is like mini stories. Sometimes I'll get two or three stories. Um, it depends how long we're in there and how what needs to come through at that point in time. But to me, the way I would even look at it is it's like a piece of art. Right. It's like I'm seeing all of these images and these characters and these places and these tools and the images themselves are telling a story because, you know, if I'm getting like a rabbit for somebody, what rabbit means to me is different than what rabbit means to them. So that's why I don't color it with my Melissa interpretation, but I give them this rabbit and then they might say, oh, rabbit means this to me. So that's why I think it's more of like a collage of pictures to me. I think it could be even a soul collage. Mm-hmm. The guides are trying to show you. And then because if it's too much wording, now I'm interpreting things. Now I'm coloring it with my opinion. And that's right. what I very much so try not to do because we got to take the ego out of it and not label stuff in such a, such a fluid space like that. So you offer them a space to really learn and tap into their own intuition in your sessions. I want people to resonate with the messages and the way that best serves them. And when something does resonate, then they know where it's kind of coming from, what feeling place that's coming from, and maybe how it relates into their daily life or with the question or theme they had at hand. Okay. Um, And then what is tapping into the Akashic like for you? I know you said it's different than you're not walking into the library of. Yeah, not for me. And the people who do get that feeling, they're right too. Right. They're right too. It wasn't like that for me. And I even, I remember I asked my teacher, I'm like, is that weird? She's like, not at all. So I'm like, okay, good. But uh, (laughs) so me, it's like, because I'm in them right now, it's like, it feels different. And before I get into them, I make sure I am grounded And then as I am getting into them, it's like, I feel like rising, like rising up the staircase, like feeling elevated, you know? And I think I'm already like, you know, a peppy person, but it's just like, oh my God, you have all of this like energy and just things come through you in an easier manner. And it's like, it's so quick. It's so quick and you just get it and you get something and you don't even have time to second guess it because it's coming so fast. And, um, sometimes the way I talk, it's not words Melissa would use, you know, the guides words. some guides are funny. Some are more old timey. It's different every time, but that general feeling I I would say is still the same. I know when I'm in it. I know when I'm out of it. Okay. Yeah. So you're almost like a channel for whatever need. I mean, you are a channel for whatever needs to come through. Yeah, yeah, I, you could call it a channel. I like to say clear conduit because sometimes sometimes with channeling, what I've seen is people take on like, and it's different for different channels, but sometimes some channels are like, oh, I'm channeling Mother Gaia right now. I'm channeling Mother Mary. It's really specific who they're channeling, and I'm more like, it's the guides. Right, that could be right. Anyway. And what I've learned is that you don't necessarily have to put a name to it or like where it's coming from, as long as you know it's coming from a place of love for the highest good. Who cares who if you're talking to Joe Schmo or Mother Teresa? Like, right? Like, yeah. It's it's about the intention. Absolutely, absolutely. So, is there? Are you noticing like a theme um, of your readings lately with what's going on in the world? Is there like more specific healings coming through, or more specific messages, or 
Like, I haven't, me personally, I haven't noticed that. Maybe other readers have. Um, you know, with me, it's so, I usually do it, you know, one-on-one with the client, although there are many different ways to read the records. But that's primarily what I am doing when I'm meeting with someone. So it's really based on them. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, I think more people are waking up in, in, a, in a general sense. More people are open-minded to this sort of thing or at least curious, right? Um, so, no, I can't say that because they're, they're one-on-one. So I haven't noticed that. But like I said, maybe others are noticing something I'm not. Okay. And then I've heard that you could tap into the Akash, not you, but... I've heard that you can tap into the Akashic um, and kind of see different timelines of things that are how they are playing out. Is that true for you as well? So in terms of different timelines, are we saying a past timeline or different possibilities in the future? I would say different possibilities is more what I meant. Okay. Yeah. So in terms of different possibilities in the future, so, yeah, but I think... But then it's going to change the, because you, if you put it out yeah, there, right? That, it's how I'm vibrating. So if I'm saying like, man, I'm dating someone and I really want things to work out, I'm going to see a timeline where things are working out, right. whether it's good or bad, right? Or if I'm like, oh, I'm done with this person, I'm going to see one where I'm with somebody else or where I'm by myself, you know? So it's kind of like, you can, but who are you going into it? Right. You know? Right. Into yeah. And then do you offer sessions that are um, not in person? Yes. Oh, yeah. I mean, a majority of my sessions have been remote, which has been a blessing, definitely. And I mean, people I've never met in person, people from all over the country. I had one Canadian. I was really excited about that. Um, So, yes, remote and in person, for sure. And in person, I'm in Chicago. So Chicago, yes. And then do you – I know, like, with the reading that I had, I – which is funny because intuitively I knew everything, right? That I, but it was, it was like a confirmation, like, yes, this is why you have this gift or this is why this happened. So I was able to like, it was healing because I was able to be like, okay, this is what I do in between lives, or this is what I've done in a past life, or this um, is why I'm affiliated with birds so much or blah, blah, whatever. Like it all was like that deeper why, Um, which was super cool. So are you able to offer your clients stuff like that as well? Does that typically come through? Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned that too, because it's more of an abstract thing that people don't know is going to come as a result, but then that's the part they like the best. So yeah, there's some people, I mean, most of the people I do readings for, you know, I don't know them from a hole in the wall. I don't know these people. Right. Um, And I will say things like, did you know you're really good at this hobby? Or did you used to do this when you were a kid? And they're like, yeah. And they're like, how'd you know that? And I'm like, well, I don't know that, but right. <laughs> you're going to know that. And then that is a confirmation. They're like, yeah, I did want to get back into woodworking or, or whatever it is. Or, hey, yeah, you know, maybe I will try that. And then they end up liking it. Or I was thinking about taking a solo trip and now you just told me I should take a solo trip. Man, I better plan a trip, you know? Or why am I good at this or why am I prone to that or why does this theme keep coming up and yeah so those things do happen and also my biggest goal of even why I have the business that I have is for empowerment if I could label it in one word of the mission statement I know mission statements more than one word but if I could label it in one word it would be empowerment because 
if I can show you, I, yeah, we're all love and light and that's great. But if I can show you why you, why Amber is so amazing. Oh my God. That's a different story. That's a whole different ball game. And I'm, I'm a stranger. I don't know you. Right. right? right. So if I'm telling you something that resonates so very, very deeply, you can't not believe you can't not have that, that sense of empowerment. Mm, so true. I feel like um, that's, I think, empowerment and like helping people remember their magic, right? Like we come into this world with a great amnesia. And I feel like oh, we're all starting to wake up slowly, but surely we're getting there, right? Hopefully, yeah. fingers crossed, <laughs> we're yeah. moving in the right direction. <laughs> um, but it's like, I, I feel so the, the same, like I want to empower people to remember who they are because we are love. We are light. We're magic. We came here with a mission. We are here at this very time for a reason. And it's just peeling back the stories and the layers and the judgments that we tell ourselves that we've learned over our lifetimes. Yeah. A thousand percent agree. And then also I think when you're on that journey and you start to see parts of yourself that maybe you hadn't pre previously paid attention to or hadn't previously discovered, then sometimes it's acceptance too. Mm -hmm. Because man, there was something I didn't know about myself and this is something I was always so against or, you know, thoughts and belief systems change. And man, now I have to accept this thing about myself and, I don't know if I want to. I don't know if I like it, but I know I still have to. That's something about shadow work, right? I think that's something that a lot of people, once you're past that initial stage, that's the next part of the process, and they don't even know how to maneuver it sometimes. But if you, to your point, if you do it with light and love and have that mindset, then I can love the part about myself that maybe is not my favorite part. Right. That's good. So would you say like as a child, you were empathic? A thousand percent. Yes. A thousand percent. Me too. Were you intuitive as a child or? A you know what? Yes. Yes. Because there would be things and like, I'm not a psychic. I don't claim to be, but there would be things where, oh, I knew. And I think we could, we all have this to some point because we're all intuitive. Mm -hmm. You know, I knew that my that song was going to come on the radio next or you know something that would always happen to me when I was a little kid and I don't know anyone else who this happens to on a personal level I always won raffles like I know that sounds like a, such a weird thing but people like don't understand it would be like every time I entered a raffle I was doing the law of attraction without yeah. knowing it as a child and this is still with that empathy with that feeling place it's all under the same umbrella that's why I'm bringing it up and every time I would write the, my name on the ticket and put it in the thing I'd be like oh I know I'm gonna win it wasn't a cocky thing it was right. I believed it so strongly because I think because it happened to me once when I was a little kid and so I just said I'm good at raffles I'm good at raffles that's just that's just how it is and I had that belief and I didn't have any disbelief to it so I was always winning raffles like people would be like how do you always win them and I'd be like because that's part of me it's right. just and that was me using all of that and I still think it's using the intuition it's using the empathy intuition empathy this is so intertwined to mm -hmm. me mm -hmm. so if I'm feeling you know sad because someone a stranger walked past me and they were sad and I don't know them and now I'm feeling it 
that's also still, that's, that's still how I also tap into my intuition. It's that same feeling center, just using it in a different medium. Right. So true. So good. Um, so how would you say the Akashic has helped you along your awakening journey along your path? Great question. Um, again, empowerment, but just seeing the why behind things, kind of what we mentioned a little bit earlier, seeing why I get so, I have such strong beliefs about certain things because, um, you know, this theme keeps coming up or just seeing why, to your point, you're prone to certain types of things or just the, my guides are so, so supportive. They always root me on and they are always like, no, you got this. Like hearing that from your guides, that's totally different from hearing it from another human being. For me, yeah. for me, it is. It's just like, these are, they know everything, right? So if they're so, so supportive, I shouldn't be discounting myself. Right. I have no space to even do that anymore. So yes, the empowerment, the seeing why behind things and the just seeing myself in a different light. And I, like I said, these love colored glasses that I wish everyone had the opportunity to see themselves through that lens. That would make a huge difference because if I can see myself through that lens, I can see you through that lens and then I wouldn't be able to hurt myself or another. Right. Oh, that's so good. So, 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 so good. Um, so it sounds like the Akashic has definitely helped you heal a lot. Yes, it has. And it's helped others, helps me heal others or help them heal themselves, right? They're really doing the work. Um, and oh my God, that right there is amazing. So yeah. for me, for others, for the collective, yes. And then how you communicate with your guides, is it different for every session or do they come, like, do you hear them? Do they come through your third eye, like a vision, or is it just a knowing? I know you said you feel, but if there's yeah, a yeah. message, how do you feel that out? Well, I usually have my eyes closed. Okay. During session, um, and it's kind of like, I'm just open. I'm completely open. And then it's like, I'll hear a song and then I see a color or I feel the sadness or now I'm seeing a rabbit. It's just like, I think it is the third eye. I right. would agree with that statement. Yeah. right? Um, but it's just kind of like what is coming. Cause I'm completely open. I don't have any prejudgments. I know this isn't, if I'm doing a reading on someone else, it's not mine. So what is coming? Just, 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 what am I feeling right here, right now? What is it? And also turning off, making yourself vulnerable enough to say something silly, mm -hmm. you know, making yourself vulnerable enough to say, you know, I'm getting a picture of a foot and that's a weird thing to say, but the person I did the reading for was thinking about being a podiatrist and me seeing a foot <laughs> right. is a conversation for them. So I had to start getting really vulnerable and saying these silly things I would see. And that made my readings 10 times better. And just even not saying a silly thing, you're still vulnerable because someone could still come back and be like, that makes no sense. And, you know, that's any reader is taking that um, risk, if you want to call it even a risk or that, you know, being on stage and making yourself open to having someone throw a tomato at you. It, it's that kind of thing. Right, right. I love that. So how long have you been reading or practicing the Akashic? So since like summer of 2020. 
okay. Akashic cool. Hell. I can say like, I've learned how to do it and practicing and all of that. And it is like a muscle, you know, the more you do it, the better the readings are going to get in terms of clarity, in terms of how much comes through and yada, yada. But um, it's actually what I've been noticing since I've been more in the Akashic, I get more messages now when I'm doing Reiki on someone too. Mm-hmm. So it kind of, I don't know, it kind of helps with other things in terms of the metaphysical world because everything is so closely aligned. Oh, absolutely. So do you offer Reiki um, distant sessions as well or just? Yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. Reiki in person and distant, definitely. Yeah, I like distant better lately. You know what's funny is, um, gosh, how do I describe this? So when I am doing a distance session, I've noticed each chakra tells me more of a story. Mm-hmm. You can tap and in more, I, I feel like. Yes. Okay, thank you for saying that. Because, yeah. like, I was like, I didn't even, I'm like, I should probably ask another practitioner if they are also are getting this. Yeah, it's like I'm more tapped in. And in an in-person session, it's more like, yeah, I'm not touching the person, but it's more about, like, I've noticed those people who come to me in person, it's more about physical ailments. Mm-hmm. And then the ones who do the distance, it's more about, emotional ailments and I don't know it just it still feels like Reiki it still feels like all of that but I don't know it's a little bit of a different experience but like equally as valuable it's just something it's just a different way of doing something it's kind of like it's not doing a different modality but it's that tweaking of a different modality but we're still getting the same end result and I think it takes I think both at least my experiences both experience it at a deeper level because there's not that like oh, here we are together in this room. Like, you're comfortable, I'm comfortable, and that person can go deeper into meditation or wherever they go for their the healing. And maybe even allowing them to be more open, I would, I would think. I don't know. Yeah, no, I agree with that. And also, like, I'm the type of person, like, it's gonna, if I go to a new location, like a healing center, whatever it is, right, I'm a little jazzed up if it's a place I've never been to before. Right, right. I got- Parking, you know, if I'm cozy in my bed, I don't got to worry about that. So maybe I am a little bit more relaxed, um, to your point. Mm-hmm. Um, some people that's really jarring to go to a new place, myself included. So if yeah. we can get rid of that filter already, we're already more tapped in. Absolutely. So, um, I, is there anything else? I know that I want to ask two more questions before we go into the Akashic, is there anything else that you would like to share about it just to help the listeners? Yeah. Understand. Yeah. I would say to the listeners, please, please be open if you're going into a reading because you're only hurting yourself if you are not open. Mm -hmm. I don't understand why someone would pay me money and then be like, I don't think this is legitimate, but to each their own. I don't tell people how to spend their money because um, I think I've had only one person who I could tell was extremely closed off and I was getting messages, but not a whole lot. Mm -hmm. We kept getting like over and over again. And that usually does mean a sense of importance, but they weren't as like colorful as they usually are. I can tell when someone is completely open, I am telling you the messages are going to be way more clear for me. So please go in with an open mind. I can't emphasize that enough. 
Also, you don't have to give me a confirmation if I tell you something profound while we're in the reading, but it's a nice to have. Because right. like literally, there was one lady I remember, I gave her a location like four times and she never said anything about it. And then at the end of the reading, I was like, okay, I said this location like four times, like, is this of any value to you? And she's like, oh my God, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, that would have been a nice to know, but it's okay. You don't have <laughs> right. <laughs> Right? It's yeah. like you want that conversation. Like, I don't have to have it, but like, you know, it's like the cherry on top. Like, why not just put it there? Yeah. Um, another thing I would want people to know is that, yeah, maybe I'm going to tell you something that isn't all sunshine and rainbows, mm-hmm. but use this information that you get as a tool where it is applicable for you. Um, maybe if we get a certain symbol, even Google it. If you're right. like, hey, made that you know, dream catchers don't mean a whole lot to me. What's the symbolic nature of a dream catcher? See if any of those meanings resonate with you. And I want people to know that this is something that is fluid. No two readings are going to be the same. It is not psychic prediction, although that can come up. Something that I see and then it happens a couple days later to you, that has happened. It doesn't always happen. It is not a guarantee. And to just, gosh, like explore it you're exploring yourself at a new level. So please, please be kind to yourself. Mm-hmm. Right. Because maybe I will tell you, you killed someone and yeah. be kind to yourself about that information because it is a part of you and it's not something that we need to put in a box. Do you think with tapping into these, uh, to the records, like I, for me personally, my belief, and I know you said this at the beginning, briefly touched on it, is that we have all lived, like, we've had all experiences. We have come to this earth to feel, to live, to learn and grow. I think of earth as like a school, right? We're here to learn. So I think at some point we've all been like a pharaoh, a man, a woman, a goddess, a this, a that we have to have every single experience and feel it all. It doesn't necessarily have to be like the same level or as extreme. And I think we, you know, can grow in huge spurts or choose. We have that free will to stay. Um, Would you say that you see that in the Akashic? Like that's kind of the evolution of the soul is like we come here, we experience it all, and then boom, we can choose to come Yes, yes. Agreed. Agree with all of the above. But there's also our friends who, um, oh gosh. Okay. I love talking about this because again, no one talks about this and it's, it's on the same thread. We have our non-player characters. Dolores Cannon has uses this term, another famous channel that's since crossed over and our non-player characters are NPC. These are like our friends who are in a video game and mm-hmm. they're like the background character. You're not really supposed to interact with them because they're not getting you points or anything. They're just to make this hologram seem more real. We have a lot of people like that. They're everywhere. And I'm not discounting anyone, but they kind of said, I'm just here. I'm not going to do a whole lot of work. I'm filling in the blanks. Why waste an incarnation like that? We have free will, so we can do that, right? Right, right. So why? Then you're going to have to do it all over again, and you don't want to do it all over again for the millionth time when you didn't. You could have gotten a lot done now, right? So, yes, that's why it is so valuable to have all these experiences like you expressed, but we do have some people 
who aren't taking the opportunity and are just coasting and gosh, they're missing out. They're missing out. And it's just like, I had to really accept it a couple of years ago when I found out about this term, I had to really just accept it because those people would drive me crazy. And I just said, this is their unique experience. Maybe they really had a rough life previously and they just kind of want to take it easy and to each their own. I, I love that you NPC. I love that. I don't think that I've heard that before. Um, it's not that well known. And it, I, it would have helped me years ago yeah, before knowing it. So because it. sometimes it's the people you love the most or care. You're not, you know, they're in your life. And um, yeah, I feel, and here I am like, I want to heal and do it all. And like, Get me out of here, even though I know I'm coming back, right? Like, but I definitely have people in my life who, yeah, are like, whatever. And it's frustrating. And, like, you'll try to, like, knock some sense to them, but they're just, no, they're not open to it. They don't waste your time type of thing. And also, yeah, like me, it's like, oh, my God, I want to heal all these people, blah, blah, blah. And there's people who are just, like, it is settling to, to a point, right. You know, and I'm, I'm being very kind about my wordage here, but, um, you're just like, but you could do that, but you could have a job you really like and la 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 la, but it is what it is. And if they're, they have control and who am I, who am I to say anything about that? Right. Right. And they, um, are maybe at a different vibration and we're all living this life for a different reason. So the lessons that they're learning are different than the lessons that we are learning. Yeah. And it's always to be respectful of that. Yes, absolutely. And send love and not judge like, right. Like that's a huge part of it is to stay in that place of love. Um, no matter what, um, I have two questions that are kind of off topic. What is your, do you know your astrological, like your birth sign, your sun and your moon? they do um okay (laughs) so my sun sign is capricorn my moon sign is capricorn and then my rising is cancer oh wow that's totally opposite like yeah cap and cancer opposite that's awesome i love that yeah and then um what else was i going to say about that oh and then in my birth chart right yeah i have about six signs in Capricorn in the same house. Oh, wow. And uh, literally every time I get like a birth chart reading, like the astrologers are like, oh my God, you have like so much Capricorn. Like, what is this? And they're like, um, you have, when you have a lot in one right. place, right? That means strong life purpose in that arena. Yeah. Um, And it's just interesting that also, yeah, Capricorn, Sorry, Capricorn is also my most dominant sun sign, right? But then also that means there's a lot of houses that are empty. Yeah. And, um, I mean, I know this isn't an astrology podcast, but, but <laughs> also, it's still it's still good to know yeah. because that helps you with life purpose, right? right That's what right. I always tell people. And there's parts of the chart that particularly talk to life purpose. And then we have our squares and... Um, there's no such thing as a bad birth chart, right? But there are more challenging birth charts right. than others. And if you have a lot of squares, man, you signed up for the expert expert level. Bravo to you. I had one astrologer. She almost started crying when she saw my chart. Yeah. And it, <laughs> what? 
that's alarming. And she's like, Melissa, you have a lot of squares. Why did you do this? Yeah. Or, oh, that's actually, oh, that could have been easier, but then, oh, you have this planet here, so you you made it challenging. But don't worry, it's a lot of growth. It's like, you seem very concerned because you're using tissues right now, but okay, <laughs> if you say so. So yeah. that's, <laughs> that's why, yeah. I always like to tell people, they're like, oh, Capricorns are like this. I'm like, honey, look at the whole chart and then come come talk to me about who you are because there's some people who don't act like their sun sign have right. you noticed that but then if you see their chart it's all gemini and you're like well that makes more sense they act like a gemini you know yeah 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 i am like sun and moon cancer okay um and i have two other planets in cancer and my north node is cancer but i'm aquarius rising so i have like that I'm going to be asking you the, you know, like, I'm not like going to be in a superficial conversation at the pool. I'm going to be like, leave me alone. Or we're going to talk weird stuff like astrology. And You're eccentric. Yes, totally. But then I also have a lot of planets in one house. Like I, Ooh, house. the eighth house. eighth house. Which one is that again? I can't remember. It, I think oh, it's hang. purpose and spirituality. Okay, that would make sense, right? So it kind of, but then I also have a lot of absent. Yeah, I've had astrologers look at my chart and be like, "Whoa, it's like <laughs> it's fun." I know. Yeah, right. Yes. Sorry, I just I'm gonna get into the habit of asking my guests that because I feel like, well, it's fun. It's just another part of the why, right? It is. Yeah, um, and then you have birds, which is totally off topic, right? I, yeah, I got two little guys. I have, uh, I'm have. i a single bird mom of two. They're parakeets. Nice. Uh, yeah, I like to. They're in a lot of my episodes in the background, even though I try to keep them in another room. And um, I like to call them my Australian roomies because <laughs> parakeets are from Australia. So, nice. yes, yes, I do. I love that. I would say that if someone asked me what my spirit animal is, I have a ton, but birds by far are one of them and when I heard them in the background and I know that and through my Akashic I've learned that I came from a Lyran and Avian planet um, so that really helped me like if I go outside most of the time I'm going to see a hawk a cardinal a falcon like they just totally flocked me and I heard your birds and I was like oh, I bet she has starseed lineage too like oh. it could be yeah yeah, I just don't know, like, we've discussed this, like, I don't know what lineage, like, I even went to a reader, no, I went to two readers, okay. and I was like, what lineage, and they're like, honey, it's one I never seen before, both of them, they're like, they were telling everyone else, oh, you're this, you're that, you're this, and they're like, it's one I've never seen before, and I'm like, okay, but then I did meet another person who were from the same one, but he doesn't, he also doesn't know right, which right. one, and it's funny, you said, um birds because a hawk flew by my window maybe less than 10 minutes ago so that was interesting nice but it's probably it's for you <laughs> just scoping the place out you know <laughs> like, oh my god is amber in there <laughs> right. I, must yeah. I love that that's awesome yeah i'm the lady who i see it and i'm like oh hi how are you today thanks for flying yeah, back for me. yes absolutely right. Okay, so I know I want to get into the Akashic um, and have you give maybe a reading or a message that comes through for the collective, even myself, whatever 
comes through and you'd like to share if there unless there's anything else you'd like to chat about I know we're getting close on time yeah so I'm in the collectives right now I did get into them before you know you hit record um and that's why I'm like even more like I had 10 cups of coffee is how I'm acting right now because that always happens um so I could definitely give you what I am feeling right now um just for the collective Mm -hmm. um but I but um anything else I wanted to share before we tap into that right anything else I wanted to share just about the Akasha or just about in general whatever oh 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 um what I wanted to share in general was um this is from the let's get into Akasha because I know this is how I'm feeling I'll, I'll share this um okay so this is a message for the collective uh yes i know this is a theme that we have discussed earlier in terms of helpers in terms of helpers and everything that's going on (sighs) okay what i got was a visual of a goldfish in a bowl but the goldfish it kind of looks like the dr seuss goldfish and it is like kind of like hanging out of the bowl much like they would in those books what does this mean it's coming out of the bowl it's coming it's jumping out of the bowl and one would feel like this is its demise right i had a goldfish that committed goldfish suicide right it jumped out of a bowl many people have expressed this this is not what this means but it's saying look for the helpers so when you are jumping out of the bowl when you are helpless yourself, when you are trying to end things, then it shows me a net. The net caught the fish, the goldfish, but who is holding the net is a cat. Okay, so so we have a helper, but look who your helper is. Look who is catching you when you fall, because this is also very important. The cat wants to eat the fish, correct? Mm-hmm. So instead of relying on any type of help, I think that's what's happening. We're just relying anyone who can help us, but what are their intentions? What are the, the intentions? Instead, hang out of the bowl, hang out of the bowl before you jump and see who is around. Because if you hung out of the bowl before you jumped, you would have saw the cat with the net. So I think this is the, the this theme for our collective is look before you leap. You know, you might not, you might be caught when you fall, but by who? This is important. People think, oh, someone caught me when I, I fell. That's so great. But are they there to hurt you or help you? Look for the helpers. Look for the helper. Make sure they have the right intentions. Be so, so very careful about this. Look who is holding your net and look before you leap. I think this is the message that was trying to come through because this is now it's Melissa. This is, this is such a big theme. Something might look like it is helping. Something might look like this is catching us when we fall, but in fact, it is hurting us even more. And we can apply this anywhere we want to apply it. I don't get political, but let's just watch our net holders are. Mm-hmm. 
So that was the image I saw was the goldfish with the cap was the net. That was the message. And that's what I was feeling. And um, yeah, I think that's up to interpretation because it could be applicable in a lot of different arenas for, and that was for the collective. So that's something we all have to keep in mind. Yeah. So again, not like super happy, fun record. That was great. No. I I did a intuitive reading for the new moon last week, I think it was last week. Okay. And what came through was um things are not what they seem. Oh. So I feel like that just really ties into what you said. Like we're we need to take a step back and kind of see things from a higher pers- perspective because everything is not what it seems right now. And I, that is what I thought of when you like I got goosebumps. I love this, Amber. I did too right now when you said that. I yes. love this. And also, it's like, fish don't hang out of fish bowls. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Like, if a fish is hanging out of, halfway hanging out of a fish bowl, they're looking at a different perspective than they normally would. Mm-hmm. And that made all the difference because then they saw the cat with the net. And if they were just in the bowl, they wouldn't have seen the cat with the net and they really needed to see it. So it was a life or death manner, right? So different perspectives. And always what I say, people always say, I think outside the box. No, honey, think on the edge of the box. Because if I'm on the edge of the box, I have a foot in each door. And now I can see a very well-rounded perspective. Now I can see all perspectives. Now I'm not missing any piece. And I can come up with a very well-informed decision. Always have one foot in each door in the respect of understanding the world around you as well as yourself. Yeah, and I just kind of... I, yeah, that was good. Ugh, that was so good. I got the vision of the matrix. So uh-huh. as you were talking, that's just like what came. So yes, that was beautiful. Thank you so much. And I love that of it course. came through in story form. Like I could, oh, I could see what, yeah. you know, I could see it as you were describing it. And that's so helpful for people. Cause mm-hmm. if I just said things are not what they seem, someone would have been like, Okay, Melissa, I didn't even know that's what the message was going to mean at first. At first, it was just a goldfish. And I'm like, ooh, what is this? Um, And we could, hey, we could go into what does even a goldfish mean? What does even a cat mean? You can get really hairy with it, which is really fun and nice. And it goes down this really cool uh, path, right? But yeah, it is a story, but it is a very visual story. I am a visual learner. Right. Um, So that helps too. And it's, like I said earlier, it is a soul collage. It's not so much written form as these pictures that... We're out for interpretation. Tell a story either way. Yes. Well, I thank you so much for being on the podcast today and taking time to do this. Um, is there anything else you would like to share before we jump off of here? Yeah, just, I mean, if anyone wants to find me, um, you know, easiest thing, website, thenewagegoddess.com, you know, in person and uh, remote sessions for Reiki and Akashic Records. We can even do a combo session. Those are super fun. Um, and also, yeah, if you want to check out my podcast, Confessions of a New Age Goddess, it is on my website as well as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever podcasts are played, and YouTube too. And um, Instagram is the New Age Goddess underscore after each word. And yeah, I just really want people to, people who are curious mm-hmm. about this, mm-hmm. a lot of people scared. A lot of people don't know where to begin. I am telling you, Amber's podcast, my podcast, we are explaining things to you. That is the whole purpose of my podcast. I have guests on there. I have myself. We take a modality 
or a topic, shamanism, uh, craniosacral therapy, whatever it is, we explain it. Mm-hmm. See if it resonates right. with you. I vet my guests. And now it's not so scary. Right. Hey, this chick just talked for a whole hour about what Akashic Records is. Now I might be interested in it. I didn't even know what they were a minute ago, you know? And that's the whole purpose is you have these people who are like, oh, I'm open to it. I'm a little bit spiritual, but I'm, it's so confusing. It's so out there. But really, it should be right here, just like a message right here, right now. Mm-hmm. And I want everyone to, who wants to have access to it to have access to it and to feel comfortable about it and to learn and grow. My podcast is a learning podcast about the metaphysical. Right. And I think with both of our podcasts and what we offer the world, um, even for someone who is so brand new and first like just starting to awaken or open up to this stuff, seeing how much the Akashic, how Reiki can help, just giving it a try one time. There's so much fear and scarcity in the world right now. And sessions like this can really just help get you to the next level, to raise your vibration, to change your perspective and the way you see things, right? And it's baby steps. Baby steps. I can explain the Akashic so that a child could understand it. I can explain the Akashic so that someone who is more advanced in their spirituality can ex- can understand it in a new or different light. And you meet people where they are mm-hmm. and you don't overload anybody and you only give them what they are willing and capable to receive. That's important too. Absolutely. Yay. Well, thank you so much for being on today. I um, am so very grateful for you taking the time out. Um, we should definitely do this again sometime. I'm sure we could go on tangents on loads of stuff. So, Yes, love to speak with like-minded people. I love what we co-created here. And yeah, no, thank you. Thank you for giving me this opportunity. I love to share. Yes, well, have a beautiful day. And remember, everyone, when you awaken you, you remember you. Namaste. Namaste. Hello, hello. Welcome back to Adventures in Awakening. I am your host, Amber. I had the opportunity to be interviewed by Lauren Bentley. She has a brand new podcast called Human Kindness, and she asked me to do an interview about star seeds and just growing up uh, in this world, knowing I didn't always quite fit in. So, tune into this episode, take a listen. Let me know what you think, and um, how's everyone doing? How's everyone dealing with the last little bit of Pisces season? I know for me, my dreams have been crazy intense, and uh, haven't been getting a lot of sleep. So in this interview, I was like maybe sleeping for only three hours, and uh, the brain was not fully functioning. So how is everyone doing? How are all my listeners doing? Feel free to message me um, and let me know if you're, what you're dealing with, what you're healing, what you're feeling. And then, of course, for any more information, a private reading with myself, whether it be a card reading, yoga, aerial, or a Reiki session, or to even learn Reiki, go ahead and head over to my website, adventuresandawakening.com. Be sure to um, like this podcast, share with anyone you think uh, could benefit from it, or if you have an awakening story you'd like to share. Enjoy. Namaste. Namaste.